folks, uh, this is episode 11 of Movies and Memories with Red and Hannah. So uh, first off, Hannah, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Red? I am quite well, so we're very excited about this film. This is your choice. Can you tell the people what we're doing today? Today we're doing Danny Boyle's The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio and Tilda Swinton and a bunch of other characters that I can't see <laughs> because they all have like really fancy French names and I don't French want to butcher them. French mm-hmm. But yeah, one. it's an awesome cast for sure. It, it really is. And folks, this movie was a is an adaptation of Adam Alex Garland's book uh, by the same title, The Beach. The novel was released in 1996, and the film was released in the year 2000. It is the story of a young backpacker's search for a legendary, idyllic, and isolated beach untouched by tourism, and his time there in its small international community of backpackers. So uh, that's a very short uh, synopsis of that. I read it off of Wikipedia. <laughs> but a little background about uh, the whole thing. Did you know that the, the, the or the novel was actually inspired by an island in the Philippines? I did not know that. Oh yeah, would you care to guess? Would you Which island? Guess? Which island? Which beach? Which part um, of the Philippines? I, I feel like my my sorority sister recommended this beach. It's not like a popular tourist that's like mm-hmm. a known tourist. It's not going to be like Boracay or. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Puerto Princesa, Palawan. The it one that starts with Palawan. an M. It it's is Palawan. Palawan. It's no. Palawan. Oh, that's unfortunate. It is. Okay. Someone actually told me this, and I researched it, and it actually checks out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they wanted to. Sh- apparently, they wanted to shoot the film in Palawan, but the tourism wouldn't allow it. My sorority sister, shout out to her. <laughs> She's from yeah. Madagascar, which is okay. like legit island life, uh-huh. beach life. So she and she lives in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And she told me that she is not impressed with the commercial. For her, mm-hmm. it's not considered for her that is not beach standard, except mm-hmm. this like tiny, tiny remote island somewhere um south south of Luzon. Mm-hmm. Like I think right in between Visayas and in in Luzon, that mm-hmm. is like a fifteen hour trip. And when you go there, there's not even like electricity or something. Like it's Dang. it's so hard. Like if you really want to go there, you really got to be prepared. You got to be like a camper, and that's mm-hmm. the place. I have to find it out, and we'll post about it once <laughs> I find it on a map because I just uh-huh. remember. And she's like, for her, that is the standard, but it is in the Philippines. So it's in the Philippines, huh? You, okay. Yeah, it is okay, in the okay. Philippines, and for her, that would like pass her standards. For beach, she told me. South, southern so, Luzon. Okay, okay. South, south of Luzon. Like, I'll, I I, think I could find it if I have a map. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll try to find it later. And I'll, yeah. I can post about it. It started with, like, an M, I think, or a C. And it was, it's just, I can't pronounce any of the names. If, if any of our listeners know what the fuck we're talking about, yeah. please reach out to us. Please. You know our socials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad with the names there. So, like, it, but, like, from her, coming from her, and she said that was your standard. That's legit. That's I was like, legit. okay. That's okay, the one okay, place okay. I'll be willing mm-hmm. to really travel like that for. Have you ever been to Palawan though? I have. I've only place. been to like Puerto Princesa though, mm-hmm. and we went did like this typical touristy stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We didn't go to like El Nido or Coron, mm-hmm. but just that because my parents uh, are Richard not. Richard would the be best so so ashamed of you then because eh? you just followed Why? followed everyone else's route. <laughs> but it was gorgeous. It, it was. was so gorgeous. I imagine. We had like a limited amount of time too, so mm-hmm. just whatever we could. I I, I heard that the well the person who told me about uh, Palawan being inspiration for this mm-hmm. there's this one particular island that's hidden in a cove right and then to actually get in there you have to go through this little cave where you have to put on life vests or if you can swim you swim towards mm-hmm. this little cave and then it opens up to this big cove in the middle and apparently oh. that's that's how that's probably why this. then if it's like yeah. that okay okay I get yeah. it I get it for the whole like mysteriousness of it the majestic dog Timbangkaya probably knows what we're talking about yeah. so yeah hey dog <laughs> yeah, yeah. we should go we should definitely go to oh, most definitely. I'm down to go back there of course oh dang yeah of course if anything we want to highlight the Philippines with Palawan people yeah like, listeners head down to Palawan if you can that's that's a place where the first time I ate um I guess it's crocodile mm-hmm. oh yeah and my my I was like a, such a picky eater as a kid. My brother was such a picky eater as a kid. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. went there. We got like four, five different wow. dishes of adult of like crocodile or crocodile or alligator. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. So I think it's crocodile. Dinosaur. Adobo, okay. yeah. adobo, and then like a puksu. 
a barbecue. It was so good. Oh, I imagine. It was awesome. It was okay. like, Apparently, it it's like not chicken. as tough. It's not as tough as people imagine. It's, it's, little, it's tougher than chicken. A little gamier. Yeah, no. I'd say so. Because no. because we eat gators here mm-hmm. a lot, and and then um, it Dang. is more chewy. I'd say. Okay. But yeah, it's it's not bad. It's, it's not, not gross. It's definitely not gross. Yeah, yeah, it's a tougher kind of meat. Cool. Okay, so about the film. So that's it. It was uh, it was shot in Viet- in Thailand though, and we'll discuss that a little bit further. But first off, what themes do you think are being explored in this film, Anna? Uh, definitely like searching for paradise and utopia and in the movie that's all Richard is looking for I mean we'll touch on his like journey but what he's Mm -hmm. looking for is always something like dangerous Mm -hmm. and uh, finding an idyllic place and so this whole island I think just was like oh I might as well I have to go here because at his point in his travels I think Mm -hmm. he was just so unimpressed already or mm-hmm. something and he was just he was constantly looking for something to gain right. and so he f- tries to find this island and but I think throughout the movie they realize that trying to find a utopia it's it, it'll fail or trying yeah. to achieve a utopian like society or something mm-hmm. will fail because just one little incident can like, set everything off yeah ensues chaos yeah and they can't handle it and there's no proper order yeah, there's, there's, it's like a social commentary on commercialism, yeah. on uh, capitalism, too. Like, But don't you feel that the movie kind of mirrors the Maguete in a way? Because th- th- that's kind of how I felt. I felt, felt like we were in kind of a bubble during our years there, especially before all the craziness and all the fame that the Maguete has had in the past couple of years. The time I got there, the Maguete was very quiet. It's mm-hmm. not it's not like what it was in the latter 2010s, I guess. Mm. Early okay. 2010s. But yeah, there was this whole this whole feeling, this whole sentiment of being unique about the place. And you didn't want to tell people that you, there's this place in the Philippines called the Maguete because you were afraid that this would this it would what's ruin gonna happen. It. Oh yeah, and it actually did. Yeah. And I, I guess vi- so. I vividly um, remember the the first time that the Maguete had uh, that whole exposure, there's this. You, either you know Chris Aquino and Boyabunda. They're like I know these are talk, they, uh, like these talk show hosts in the Philippines. They were in mm. the buzz and whatever. And Chris Aquino used to have this sto- the show. And I think in 2011 or 2012, they visited they visited Zilliman and they even dropped the line that yeah, this is such a paradise. It's a it's a hidden. To the treasure and whatever, and after that, Dumaguete's popularity just rose. And mm. I don't know, from an outsider's point of view, now I think it's what ruined Dumaguete for us. I mean, oh yeah, I agree with that. The commercialization totally of do. it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, around the, I because I graduated like in the middle of the two thousand, like two thousand till fifteen, right? Fifteen, I, I graduated, yeah. and it was different. Mm-hmm. Like what drew me to Dumaguete was because of how it was like kind of idyllic. Mm-hmm. And it was what I imagined my life in the Philippines would be. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that I liked being next to body of water so much until mm-hmm. like I moved. Until you moved down there? To my, I went to my hometown, which is mm-hmm. next to water, but it's mm-hmm. not like nice. So I went to Dumaguete. I think I told you about how like I ended up there anyway. And I went there and just walked around for a bit, like in the middle of the night because we arrived evening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the place. <laughs> and this then, is something different. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was exactly what I imagined. And I'm I'm the most annoying person. Like when I went to flight school, I was mm-hmm. the only one gushing about how awesome college was. Like, everyone <laughs> hated college around uh-huh. me. And then by noon, it came to me. I'm like, no, I loved it. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was the best place ever. And for me, I actually, like, no offense to my birth town and everyone. For me, I consider Dumaguete home just because it's, like, yeah. the place that I stayed the longest mm-hmm. when I was in the Philippines for, for a straight number of years. But, mm-hmm. yeah, now I only hear complaints yeah from people who who still live there or came back and they're like disappointed it's way more crowded now mm-hmm. and everyone just wants like a piece and it's not like not even like in moderation or something and it like ruined it like the cost ru- of living has gone up significantly yeah for sure. 
I remember back in the day, like a hundred hundred pesos. Maybe it's also just inflation or the economy going up or whatever going to that's, shit. That's definitely a factor. But yeah, hundred pesos back in the day was enough for you to get by. Like you can get a movie, get a whole fucking meal, and now hundred pesos is just a dish. <laughs> like you know, that's true. Fare has gone up. I heard it was like ten. What was the uh, pedicab fare when you were when you it left? It already was ten. Ten, damn! Yeah. It was six oh, when no, I got college, there. College, nine to ten, but nine they would just ten. round it up. They were, yeah, they were kind of dicky about that. Crazy. Yeah, they would just end up rounding it up and like whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, utopia. It's just uh, the theme of utopia and all that. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's uh, the themes being considered here. You know that youthful idealism. Yeah. Like this is kind of film that you can only, you could or the whole story can only happen when you're this kind of age, like twenty. Yeah. You can afford to be young and foolish. You can afford to waste the years of your life. But yeah, a utopia or this yeah. feeling of perfection is a good, it's a good example. A good it's theme. funny too because it, like the them the foreigners in Thailand mm. is mm. is so many people that I've met and I always I just think don't you think it's weird, uh, because we are Filipino. Mm-hmm. like raised i'm raised course, as a yeah. filipino yeah. even though 100%. i only spent my more late late teens to adult years there mm-hmm. but i always think it's so fascinating about all like the white people especially like <laughs> europeans not even yeah. just white no it's like europeans americans especially they they do have this sense of like i need to get out of my comfort zone which i mm-hmm. totally admire mm-hmm. i totally do because they are so ballsy they will eat anything they'll try right? anything <laughs> and then i was like i think it's because you are too comfortable then you mm-hmm. need to find uncomfort and mm-hmm. for me the beach this whole thing i have my own version of that i'm just not as like i'm not <laughs> as adventurous but i have uh, like my own version of that mm-hmm. but you how do you feel about it i hate tourists though that's my thing i really don't <laughs> like other tourists i mean when, I, when I, we were still in, in the baguette like we were i don't know we, we had our share of foreigners they were okay yeah, they were fun. a lot of exchange students there a yeah. lot of tourists and most of them have been really were really nice i of course i don't yeah. know i just i don't think i just vibed with a lot of them maybe mm-hmm. because they're I don't know. The different, <laughs> like, clashing personalities also. Maybe it's a European in you. It's you the Austrian like, in me, it's the Austrian for sure. Yeah. yeah. You don't I like got North Americans? The, uh, like, I met, like, one Austrian. Or two uh-huh. Austrians when I was there. One was, like, a visitor. One, like, moved. And mm-hmm. we have very... I think we're just way more, like, chill. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Californians Everyone... were chill, man. Oh, they were... They were... They were something else. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't know if I some, will ever go to the West Coast. Some of our friends from that place are from the West Coast, man. They're so chill, yeah. man. Smoke weed every day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So let's move yeah. on. Where Where were you when you first saw this film, though? I don't think I, I probably didn't watch it when it was in the two, in 2000, for sure not. But I, oh, I watched like it. Like latter I, years? Yeah, yeah, I watched it as a teenager, early teenager, and I have a, I think that it subconsciously, like, what inspired me to, like, move, Uh (laughs) to, like, go, go out there, get out Mm -hmm. of, like, a nice place, (laughs) and try to live, like, a native, the local native, Uh be be with your people kind of deal, it was totally worth it, (laughs) man. You know what? Uh, when did you watch been, it? Uh, the past couple of years. Uh, it's very late. So to more it. recent. More recent. More yeah. recent. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, and uh, I, during my rewatch uh, two nights ago, I just happened to have a friend over, and uh, she's never seen the beach. I only showed her like the middle part of the beach, the exact moment when Leo, Etienne, and uh, Francois arrived at the uh, actual beach. Right. Mm. That's like, I don't know, two thirds of the film, uh, the start of the second act. And that's when we're at the point that she started watching it. And she actually finished this whole movie, right? And then I, I kind of saw it from her eyes. She actually really liked it, but she also brought up the fact that, oh my God, this is so culty. <laughs> like the movie feels like a fucking cult, like their community. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. right? It's cult a, vibes, community cult, vibes. Cult vibes, right? <laughs> yeah. And to think that they were there for six years and they haven't had anyone else during that period. 
because they're like the first three first three new people they've had mm-hmm. by the sounds of it they haven't had anyone else but yeah very culty <laughs> and uh I, yeah she, she liked it but okay I, I rewatched it last night back to back two times oh it holds up a bit but it kind of feels juvenile to me now maybe because of where i am at my mm-hmm. age i'm 31 i'm looking for more stability yeah but i watched this film I'm like yeah i can't do this anymore you can, you can i only... wouldn't have done it <laughs> even if <laughs> come it on was come on age. come on would you would i wouldn't you... have done it like that no okay <laughs> no i am the i am the tourist that he makes fun of Oh. I, we talked about this last yeah, time. Yeah, you say it in your yeah. hotel room, watch TV. <laughs> I I would be a hundred percent fine doing that. I will have no regrets. Someone will be like, "Did you go to this? Did you go to that? Did you go see this?" No. I'm like, "No, I'm okay. I'm really okay. I will come home." <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know that. You know I know that about you own me. It? Yeah. Yeah. It's it good. is super culty though. Right. So I have, I have, like, for later, I have some interesting, like, recommends for <laughs> because, because of that. Uh, uh, okay. So uh, where yeah. you first saw the film, yeah, look, what particular memory do you have associated to this film? Well, I kind of talked about it already. It was about, like, discovering, you know, oh, okay, Asia, okay. especially right, where right, we're right, from right. and that. Okay, okay. Um, I just had... Anything you want to bring up? one no no i guess another theme though mm-hmm. if, if you don't mind going back mm-hmm. uh it's coming of age mm-hmm. the economy of him. age okay coming of age the coming of age okay okay, okay. yeah it's for them and then learning that it's not gonna work out no it's not really gonna work out for sure it's really interesting though that you, you, you said it was about capitalism mm-hmm I don't know if I agree with that completely, but the whole thing, it all unravels. Or commercialism, because it's all a commentary on, on Thailand, because that's what happened to Thailand. It's so commercialized. It's all just fancy hotels that people can't even afford to live there. The locals are forced to move that's out. That's true. They are, they are in, in a sense, they're... Like, yeah. I mean, in these... most places. It's most I'd places. Say. Yeah. But there's this one book that I really love. I've read this in political economy in college, right? Uh, it's a book by Naomi Klein. It's called The Chaos Theory. And uh, when I saw this movie again, I'm like, it just came back to mind for some reason. Because just a very short example about the about, from the book is that when the uh, tidal wave in Bali hit, it wiped out all the local houses. Everyone was forced to move out. And there are these, uh, goddamn, I can't remember, tragedy economists, I think are what they're called. Mm, yeah. They, they swoop down and buy the, the, the properties for cheap because... Who would want to live there? Because yeah. there's nowhere to live. All their houses are sold. So they sell these houses and they build commercial complexes. They build fancy resorts that none none of the locals can even afford. And it brings tourism into the country, but mm-hmm. forces the people out, all the natives out. So that's why I say, I'm like, yeah, that's probably what they're afraid of in the film. Because when if, if people hear about this beach, it's going to bring in a, a load of they, investors. The environmentalists are the ones that are freaking out. Oh, yeah. Or freaked definitely. out eventually about it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, like, on a weird fence about it. Because mm-hmm. there's a whole issue right now in Dumaguete. I don't want to, like, get political. Because yeah, I don't actually course. understand it myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the smart the city, the 147. Yeah, the smart city. I don't know. Coming, considering that Philippines is very economically poor, struggling, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even worse off now, especially mm-hmm. because of the impact of, like, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. People need jobs. I don't know. Does it did it not guarantee jobs? And going against it is about like the whole the the corals. Yeah. Aquamarine oh, life, see, which yeah. should be preserved. Most definitely. If my understanding is right about like affecting water and health. Mm-hmm. Right. It just so ruined the whole vibe weird. of the place. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a weird position to be in. It's a it's 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 really weird. Because I get, I kind of understand the other side of it, but then mm. that's how they get ruined, and a lot yeah. of places get ruined honestly from too much tourism. Like exactly. Brockai became yeah. a whole sh- shithole. Honestly, it's a shithole, man. So gross. So, it's so expensive now. It's crazy. And then it's yeah, and then no. <laughs> the only the only way they they uh, 
they were able to clean it up is they had to force closure. Yeah. So people who were dependent on the tourist money, tourism, mm-hmm. tourists coming in and buying shit using, you know, they were jobless for a few eating. months. Yeah, they were jobless because I was working at DTI when this happened. Oh shit. Okay. So that region, I think uh, Baraka is region five. They mm-hmm. were really like, they were complaining that like, mm-hmm. what are we supposed to do with mm-hmm. this? And we're like, the only thing we can recommend you is consider online selling online you Mm -hmm. figure that out you have to clean up like if it's because because it was a health hazard Mm -hmm. with like all the pipes and stuff we're totally going off tangent but my point is like you got to do what you can to maintain some kind of balance with it Mm -hmm. you want to provide for the locals for sure and you need to make money but like have some standards at least for that <laughs> stuff but yeah i don't know you can't please everybody. proper liquidation of it all the, the maggette yeah. issue is it's it, it's a lot it's an elephant to bring into this room yeah like, we don't want to go down that road because i don't yeah, know what, what it is i, don't I, I thought it, it sounded apparently. like a great idea but everyone's like no it's not so i'm like oh okay what am i missing mm-hmm. i have no idea it'll be I, from from what i understand it'll be sitting right in front of the Rizal boulevard so that okay. whole panoramic view of the oh, boulevard will be broken. Ew. So yeah, no. Oh right? no, no, no. Fuck I, right. For some reason, just because I have like a favorite I hope I didn't beach, I have that, I yeah. have a favorite beach in the in the in in the area. Mm-hmm. I thought it was there, and mm-hmm. I was like, at least it's like a trip away. It's not where people uh, disembark from the boat, and that's the first thing you see. Yeah. No, I didn't think I did not. I totally missed that it was on the boulevard. I thought yeah. it was somewhere completely different, yeah, kind of farther away. And local politicians oh. are saying there's no marine life in the boulevard, but there's like your corals there. There's actual fish in the boulevard and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hell no. You don't want that. No. You don't want to mess with that view. It's a hundred year old view, man. Riz- Jose Rizal. Why can't it be that. more inward? I don't know. It's weird. Or somewhere that's more like open right now. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah. so anyway, weird. Yeah, yeah. We're okay. off tangent. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> what is your uh, favorite scene, Hannah? Oh, I think I thought it was just funny. It's this compilation of, of Richard um, acclimating to their community, mm-hmm. them getting their like tattoos, tattoos and stuff, learning how to spear how to fish. fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that Him was funny. The, shark. Yeah. the guy, the guy like freaking out about the fish smell. Mm-hmm. He needs to get a unhygienic. salt scrub. Yeah, unhygienic. He needs to get a salt scrub. That's how you get it out. Or as Leo solved it, gloves. No, salt yeah. scrub. Salt scrubs are really good for you. Yeah, but in the it's film, easier. he actually bought like bottom gloves. Yeah. Which was a he simple just needed, solution like, in the first salt place. Salt and some like oils. And he's like, okay. Bye. Hey. I mean, <laughs> if, if, you, if you, whoever's listening, is freaking about smelling uh-huh. like fish, consider yeah. a salt scrub. Yeah. Most definitely. Because that's yeah. my favorite scene, too. <laughs> really? getting used to it like the the whole intro the, the cinematography of the, the shot of them walking out from the commune and into mm. the beach and them sitting there one guy somersaulted for some reason and i'm just <laughs> looking at the beach that whole view i actually took a screenshot of that it'll yeah. be the uh, thumbnail for a post but him yeah. looking at the beach cove it's a fucking cove man and there's a an untouched beach there mm-hmm. it's beautiful that's a beautiful scene I mean, I understand why people want to live there just from that one shot. Although it's yeah. impractical for sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> would again, you would you live there though? Problems probably. I could see myself doing that. You could. <laughs> if I was twenty-two, fuck yeah, I can wait a few years. Like uh, in the film, he he took a gap year, did he not? I don't know. I, I didn't really hear, uh, understand any details of his I, I actual would, life. I, I think in the book and i've never read the book but something like that that he took a gap year like oh that makes some, sense yeah like a lot most, of kids do that like most north american kids they do that shit. yeah <laughs> usually they go they do the euro trip but that's just, yeah you, know, you want debauchery yeah. <laughs> that's such a that's such a western thing though eh? like filipinos we have no choice man <laughs> yeah yeah uh, well i took a gap year for sure but mm-hmm. i because i was working already throughout college i just Stayed home, saved money, yeah. wrote, I traveled a bit. That's when we met in 2015. Mm-hmm. I traveled the Philippines a little bit. But that was my gap year. Did you have your gap year? Barely. I So when I when I moved, I moved after 10th grade, right? Okay. 10th, I left May 
the school year actually ends in June, but they were nice enough to help me because I was moving to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. It didn't hit me that June is when school starts there. I didn't even have a break. I was even a week late Wow. to move. And then I went straight to college right mm-hmm. after. So I only had like a month off or so. And I was mm-hmm. still figuring out where to go to college. Mm-hmm. Went to college straight. Went to flight school a month this no a month after graduating. Mm-hmm. After graduating from flight school, straight to New York. I didn't really have like a gap year mm-hmm. either. It was like a year <laughs> after that I finally took a year off that I was kind of just like chilling, uh-huh. just like just don't do anything. I was in Orlando. What do you think of the we gap like year? Do you think it's a beneficial thing? Definitely. Definitely. I for most people I think it's necessary. I I do encourage it. But because for me my gap year was really just moving. Yeah. So the having anything like that where you mm-hmm. have to transition, learn to adapt, learn to fend mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Anytime. You could I think you don't have to like be completely a hundred percent free. Just mm-hmm. in your situation in one yeah. way. Move somewhere experience life somewhere else not just a vacation because a vacation you have the comfort of you going home yeah you know that it's Mm -hmm. gonna end but like really like sinking your feet in somewhere Mm -hmm. and then yeah like learning to to live somewhere new isn't the idea of a gap year to find yourself right it's a soul searching exactly. or whatever yeah yeah but because of you like being somewhere unfamiliar Mm-hmm. and you not being comfortable you're forced into uncomfortable scenarios where you yeah. discover something about yourself yeah kind of sweet yeah if only most people could coming of age that. for sure right yeah yeah hey but yeah all right so what these what are some of your observations about the because i know you did your research for this one so bring it on so observe it's more research really more research okay yeah yeah more research than anything yeah, uh, I got some about Danny Boyle and Leo. So okay, you let's do, do first. Thailand. Thailand. All right, I'll, I'll do Thailand. So Thailand, um, they did not. The Thailand officials did not love uh, Fox coming in and 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 Doing filming this because mm-hmm. uh, the guys who the production um, found an island. It's called something Kofi Fi Lair, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Kofi Fila, and that's where they they uh, filmed most of the beach mm-hmm. stuff. Um, a lot of the city things were were, in, were actually in Bangkok, and mm-hmm. the cove was in a specific place. The waterfall was actually in like a park, um, but for the beach, they actually like touched it, and I don't know what the term is. They like not construction, but they Maybe landscaped it. it. Landscaped. Okay. They landscaped mm-hmm. it, and they were not mm-hmm. happy about that. There was actually lawsuits. Um, about it and then because even in the movie it is in a national park that's not allowed for people to go right Mm -hmm. but i think that is the cover for the for the weed farm Mm. maybe i don't know so um so there's like landscaping thing for it so environmentalists were really angry about that the government also did not like how thailand was depicted especially like bangkok you know, I mean, when I thought of Bangkok, I thought of like what I know in movies. Movies were really influence <laughs> how you see it, yeah. right? I mean, like when you think of Bangkok, not to be disrespectful, but transvestites, uh, <laughs> boy, a lot of boy hookers, toys, yeah, 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 boy lady toys. boys, yeah, yeah, exactly, lady boys. But I love their food and uh-huh. Buddhist temples. That's so right. it's like a weird. <laughs> Name three things that you know about Thailand, and that's like all I could I could think of. <laughs> Muay Thai elephants. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, Muay Thai. There, it's, it's it's really weirdly diverse, and it's just yeah. it's it's so interesting. Um, uh, so they didn't like that, and then I also found out some uh, laws. This this I got from a a web page that was mm-hmm. like how to not get arrested if you go to Thailand. Mm-hmm. So this is some things you should know if you ever consider going to Thailand. Uh, illicit drugs are not jail, death penalty Shit. if you get caught. For locals and foreigners alike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
There you go. Um, That's fair. And if, if you're a foreigner <laughs> in Thailand, definitely bring ID with you. You should mm-hmm. always have uh, identification. The drinking okay. age there, surprisingly, is 20. Whoa. That's relatively strict, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, young kids will eat it. Well, sorry, will drink. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, younger younger than 20 will drink. But I guess if you get caught, then you, you, you could go to jail. Yeah, trouble. Yeah. yeah. Um, gambling is illegal. That's why there's a lot of those, like, underground, mm-hmm. you know, underground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a law that you have to wear underwear. Wow. You should never be caught without underwear. You should never be caught commando. Without. Yeah. With, yeah. yeah. Never go commando. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should always wear a shirt while driving. You can get fined. God Isn't damn. that so interesting? Imagine if they enforce this in the Philippines. <laughs> Which is funny. It's kind of sad. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. There's got to be a precursor to that. Like, did someone drive before without a shirt? And, you know, did mm-hmm. it cause an uproar? Like, yeah, there's a precedent to yeah. this. Crazy. <laughs> Have you ever been to Thailand? Not yet. I've been yet. once. I've been to Bangkok. And as horrible tourists, we only went to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> my, my family could not my we went with my mom my dad my brother and then my mom's three best friends mm-hmm. and they're from the, we're from the philippines we just mm-hmm. came from the philippines they mm-hmm. couldn't handle the humidity wow. of thailand Damn, it's for them it. it was worse than yeah. the philippines <laughs> i was like what uh but yeah damn it man nice. I imagine. <laughs> We're shopping. I, th- I think they're fun. in a better economic position than we are right now, the Philippines. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. What's their money? Bot, right? Bot. Yeah. Bot. Bot. It's interesting. Hey. <clears throat> Anything yeah. else? Anything else that came up on your research? Um, not really. That was kind of it for me. There's some, there's some, I'm some sure travel you're, tips. you'll, you'll, travel yeah, tips that was from Hannah. about, <laughs> <laughs> And always do the bow thing. Oh. And if you go to the, if you, you see the yeah, you, always, you, this is just like hello and thank you. This, okay. This is how you, yeah, you always have to do, I forget what they say, but you know, at least just be know, polite, I guess. You should just yeah. always be polite. Okay. Um, no one there really speaks English. I was lucky enough that my friend from school, Indiana mm, the local language. moved moved to Bangkok right before I went to travel there. He Dang. was living in Amsterdam. No, not Amsterdam. In the Netherlands for a while. <laughs> and I okay. texted him that I was like, oh, I'm going to be in Thailand. And he's like, no way. I'm here right now. So it was perfect. <laughs> so he hey. just went out like to go eat. And he, uh, mm-hmm. he bartered for me for nice. shopping. <laughs> so at least there was that. You have um, to have a local when you visit Thailand. It's That's probably way better, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way better to definitely. Thank you for your no travel tips, Anna. English, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, go ahead. All right. Movie, so my movie trivia. Yeah. With uh, red. My, my research is more about the movie because I found this very mm-hmm. fascinating. Oh, one thing about film that I like are long-term collaborations between artists. I just realized that Alex Garland, the author of of uh, the novel. The, the novel The Beach mm-hmm. was released the book in 1996 Danny Boy liked it and they adapted it into a film a couple of years later they worked on another movie which is 28 Days Later uh, Alex Garland wrote the screenplay for that film too and then in 2007 if you remember that it's, a, it's not a very good movie it's called Sunshine it's, uh, it's about the sun dying and Cillian Murphy he's, uh, he's, the, he's the lead they Very tried to fix the sign. Yeah. Very familiar, so, yeah. Danny Boyle and Alex Garland worked in these three films and a couple other things, I believe. And that's a long-term relationship, which I really like. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool when people develop these working relationships. But the best one I found about the film is he has a very minor role in a sense, but Robert Carlyle, like he plays Daffy. Like uh, when I rewatch the film, I'm like, holy shit, that's John Lennon from yesterday. You, you remember the movie? With a I, saw, I remember yesterday, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah yesterday. I, I know him more from other movies. His face is so familiar. He's right? Yeah. He makes such convincing John Lennon, though. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, he was in the film as uh, Daffy. 
And then he was also in Train Spotting, which was released in 1996. I think that was their first. Uh, Danny and uh, Robert's first collaboration was in Train Spotting. In 2007, they did this movie, and then uh, in 2004, I think was 28 Days Later. Although it wasn't directed by, or 28 Weeks Later, although it wasn't directed by Danny Boyle, it was through his friend Alberto something or Alfredo, Jose Alfredo something. Uh, it's a sequel to his first film with Alex Garland, 28 Days Later. 28 Weeks Later stars Robert Carlyle. He's the father. He's the, he's the dad zombie there. And then, uh, yeah, they've been working together. It's awesome. Just like, just like uh, Quentin Tarantino has Sam Jackson, Leo is also one of his go-to guys now. And uh, Brad Pitt and all that stuff. Danny Boyle mm-hmm. has these guys, which is yeah. pretty cool. And Are you a fan of Tilda Swinton? Because I am. I like her as an actor. Do you know who, which director she she's worked with? She can do comedy. She can do I fucking like anything, man. She, she was in uh, Devil Wears Prada. Is that it? Wait, what, what, what film is she in? No. What, what's her comedy film again? Wasn't she in a uh, shit that... Oh, I was just her? thinking of um, what we do in the shadows. Oh, she, yeah, she yeah, She plays yeah. her vampire character from All the Lovers Left uh, Alive the, or o- something. O- only left, Lovers Left Alive. Oh, Only yeah. Lovers Left Alive. And she plays her, like, all the vampires show up <laughs> for the council. And I thought it was so funny. Do you know that she's 60 they years got old? Her. She's crazy. No way. Right? She's fucking yeah. 60, man. She has, like, total alien vibes. She's not on this earth. Dude. <laughs> she, she, she's, she's uh, again, on the theme of long-term working relationships. She's worked with uh, a bunch of directors. She's worked with Jim Jarmusch, uh, Taika Waititi, Danny Boyle, and all that stuff. But her relationship with Jim Jarmusch is my favorite because, as you said, she's worked with him with uh, on that film with uh, Tom Hiddleston, Only Lovers Left Alive. And she also worked with Bill Murray in that one film they have, uh, The Dead Don't Die. Have you seen that yet? I don't think so. But I like You're, her. He, she's really in there, too. Really and like she, she plays an oddball character as well. She's an alien. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoiler alert! But yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, such a great cast of characters. Yeah, I have a, I have a fun trivia. Go. Did you know that Ewan McGregor was supposed to play Richard? No, he did not. Holy shit! He was the uh, he he was the uh, the one Danny Boyle wanted for the movie, but different they had vibe some, though. They had some kind of weird falling out with like the mm-hmm. promotion because they were doing like train spotting. Okay. That movie, actually, I don't right. know if I've ever seen it. But they were doing that, and then something like along the lines, there they got uh, Danny Boyle got put in a in a tough situation. He wanted Ewan McGregor, but the production wanted an American. They oh. wanted to make it an American guy, not a British guy. So that's mm-hmm. why they wanted Leo, and Leo all ha- had all his hide from Titanic, mm-hmm. and so they went with with uh, with, with Leo. an American actor. Why do you think would they go with an American actor? Is that a commentary on how they view Americans as stupid <laughs> and less cultured? Maybe, maybe, right? maybe. Right? Yeah. I but I like Leo as an actor. I he's very earlier. good. He's, he's a great actor. What's your favorite Leo film? Recent or of all time? Recent. I love him in Wolf of Wall Street. The story oh, is so dirty, but mm-hmm. I like how it's made and he he makes a great uh what's his name jordan belfort and i finally saw what jordan belfort actually looked like and i was like totally different totally but it was a great portrayal of someone Uh like that it was an exaggeration of the guy for sure yeah he's such a physical actor eh? mm -hmm. i i like the movie romeo and juliet with him in it not just Mm -hmm. because he was so young Oh, he was. He was so young. Like in this film, how old was he? Twenty years ago, uh, I don't know, forty. He would have just 30, been like 30? in his early twenties. How old I is think. that guy? Let's check. He must be like fifty now, sixty, fifty to sixty. Age, let's right? see. No, he is. Don't hate me, Leo. Forty-six. He's only forty-six. <gasps> I'm so sorry. He's twenty-six year old. Twenty-six years old at the time, or twenty-five. Crazy. Yeah, twenty-five. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I thought he was like twenty when it Damn. came out he looked really young yeah shit but yeah I, I first saw him in uh titanic i think holy shit and he looked so young there too and then this one he looks exactly the same but it my favorite i think leo film 
Uh, the Departed is definitely up there. You a cop? I'm not a cop. Have you seen that film? The I Departed. Think so. I think uh, I was thinking of a different movie. Matt Damon. But it's him. okay. Yeah, it's such a good film. You should really watch. The one it. about the island was that him or was that Ewan McGregor? Shutter Island. Was that him? That was him. That was Leo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was there was a Django Unchained for sure. One of his best. Oh roles. yeah, I like that. One of the best uncut films because uh, he actually injured himself while toasting or yeah. something, or he smashed a cup, and then he was actually bleeding, but he kept he kept acting. So they kept shooting, and yeah, mm-hmm. the dedication of that guy. I recently uh, rewatched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Have you seen it? Oh, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw it in, the, you... in the flight. Oh, Long man. movie. Long, Long movie. movie. But I liked it. So I really worth. enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. He plays the aged character very well, doesn't he? Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's had a life for sure. He's had a... He uh, does everything like 150%. percent for sure. Yeah. Man. So, Back it's out. always a full performance. None of things like ever half to ask, half asked. And he's still so. single, isn't he? God damn this guy. He, he trades it. That, that's he's so memeable because everyone is too old for him after <laughs> year. Is, does he have a partner? No, he does not. Right Holy now, shit. uh he's forever bachelor, I'd say. Kind of like George, but George just had to meet Amal. So he just needs True. to meet his Amal and then he might settle down. He's had 19 girlfriends in total, never been married. That's amazing. He's That's currently like dating Camila Moroni. No oh, wow. She's 22. He's 46, 45. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <sighs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> but uh, are you surprised that it was that the beach was not... Um, well received. received i did not realize this until last night me neither a, a friend a, a, a listener of our podcast jv shout out to you my friend jv hinares uh for our friends of the philippines who need pest control he has v3 pest solutions so yeah pest masters v3 pest masters look him, uh, look him up thanks jv sponsor for the day no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> jv yeah, he, he that's reached not out a last joke night. there that's like a legit it's a legit business. It's a legit, it's a legit business. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. Pest, pest in the Philippines, termites and shit. That's for real. He did our our uh, termite solution in my house. Anyway, uh, he he reached out after I posted that thing on my on our story. He said, "Tuning into this when it's released. Such a good movie, in my opinion. Even if it got review bombed, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I looked it up. Like, holy shit. I didn't shit. even realize." After reading that review, a couple of reviews, I rewatch it one more time. And yeah, man, it kind of makes sense. Like the third act was hella weird. Was it not? I I get I get why it would have been uh not unliked. Because mm-hmm. it was messy, if you really think about it. Yeah. It was like plot wise, it was all over the place, sort of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as a viewer, the reason I was always drawn, because I don't know anyone who will tell me I don't like that movie. Everyone I know who has seen it really likes the movie. Right. Because I think just because plot wise and if it's like character driven, mm-hmm. you will watch it because mm-hmm. it'll just work out at the end mm-hmm. for for them. And you will, yeah. you will still ca- want to keep watching it. But if you think about like plot wise, I think because if they had anyone else, it would really like no one would really actually like it. Yeah. The third act was so weird, man. Like when Sal put him, you're going to stay here until you get that map from them. And he just went on that weird <laughs> trip where he pretended he was Tarzan or some video game character. He went nuts. He went nuts. Oh, my, my friend who saw the, the film uh, the other night said, so what's, what was in the Caterpillar? I'm like, what do you mean? He went crazy after he ate that Caterpillar or Caterpillar's uh, psychedelic. And I rewatched it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? He did go crazy after he ate that little caterpillar. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Maybe I that's... thought he ate it because he was going crazy. 
So which came first? Which came first? <laughs> because <laughs> I think I think what happened to Daffy is what happened to him, and he become he became like extra influence, like, like cabin from fever. From it, that's why he like went. Yeah. yeah. The, oh yeah, cabin fever is basically what they end up developing. Mm-hmm. If you if you are not in you are not Society. the type of person to mm-hmm. be p- uh, part of a cult, like people do survive in the cult, but yeah. if you are someone who will be like questioning everything, realizing and will really analyze every aspect of everything and because you can't You're gonna accept go fucking it, crazy like that you will i would go crazy i would totally go crazy if it's there because i would you know i have this like <laughs> thing that i i need to question everyone's motives for everything i'm not go gonna do deep. anything just because you said so yeah i would go yeah. way too deep yeah totally <laughs> but man that's when it doesn't work out in a utopia true if you true, have true. someone who questions you Mm-hmm. everyone you has to be so submissive yeah. yeah you have to be submissive it is like mm-hmm. it ends up being an authoritarian exactly. thing and it was so tragic because like the, those guys the Swedes freaking yeah. died yeah. and they, they just like the leave most. him they leave him in the in the, in the jungle out of sight out of mind and know? then just Etienne is the only one cares enough to like hang but out dude, with him Richard actually murders the other Swede you remember the one that they left out there in the uh, out of the jungle? He just lets him like die out, basically. Yeah, he, weed he, out. He suffocates him. Oh, he, he puts his fingers on his nose. Yeah, oh, he actually murders someone. So he's, is he the bad guy in this film? Who's the it becomes you become a bad guy. Yeah, because those farmers you become were, the, own, the villain. You you. It's so easy to think that the farmers were the antagonists because they kill people. They were just trying to do their business. They were trying to mind their own business. Yeah, these people are invading. Yeah, you get the death penalty. Yeah. If you understand, like, the severity of you getting caught with drugs in Thailand, you're mm-hmm. going to die. So, because that, and the farmer's point of view, right, the 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 commune guys, I don't know what to call them. Do they even mm-hmm. have a name? The cove no. people, the, the mm-hmm. cove commune the cove. cult, yeah. the triple C, <laughs> they... <laughs> They know about their marijuana farm. Mm-hmm. The the farmers can either make money off of them mm. and keep them in that space where they cannot share. They're either not going to have any contact with the outside world. World, yeah. it's a win win con- like mm-hmm. win win uh, situation for them. But because <laughs> the word got out, mm-hmm. I don't right. know how Daffy like got out of there. But exactly, word, swam. Word, yeah, I probably swam, escaped. Mm. Here's and, um, another thought. Do you think the beach, like the whole plot line of that would, can can people pull it off in 2021 <laughs> with cell phones and Facebook and Instagram? Google Hell Maps I. has everything. Exactly. Just not doable anymore. <laughs> Unless you're, you're that strict that like you cannot take any, you basically have to go in naked. You're off the grid. Yeah, fully you, off the grid. Like you have to commit and be off the grid and mm-hmm. si- sign NDAs and whatnot. <laughs> but it's a non, well, like, or they make profit. So, so much money for the, this could be a business venture for the Thai government. They make it so exclusive that only people who could really afford it, willing to abide by the rules or get mm-hmm. sued millions for breaking them, they win Maybe. win. Win Maybe. win for the Maybe. Thai government. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Free investment tips from uh, Hannah for being with. <laughs> yeah. You make hey. it so easy. But, but, you know that the, that place is not really real. Mm-hmm. It was like CGI'd. Oh, pretty yeah. thoroughly like Most with definitely. extra mountains and stuff so you can find the beach but you can't go there i think you can't go there it was closed mm-hmm. up to 2021 mm-hmm. but i don't know if they would reopen probably not because of covid probably right not. but no. because of the whole He's landscaping environmentalism thing they had mm-hmm. the on according to wikipedia closed it till 2021 mm-hmm. yeah. because of the whole issue which yeah. is so unfortunate but mm-hmm. yeah thanks jv for pointing that out uh man yeah shit it was a review bomb for sure roger ebert gave it a two out of five stars it's just ooh, like rough freaking leo was nominated for a raspberry yeah for this film <laughs> yeah i mean damn I after know. reading that review after reading that uh, the couple of reviews 
and it does kind of sound pretentious like it's just a bunch of voiceovers and some 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 cliche and it wasn't even cliche though are they cliche i don't know are the voiceovers cliche because they worked well in the film but you know fuck Maybe, yeah. 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 I don't just, know now if why I watch it. Do I watch it because I like Beaches? I'll still rewatch it. In general. I think I watch it because I really like Tilda. Oh. I like the idea of the beach, though. Yeah. Because, yeah. The idea again, of it is great. Because, <laughs> in a certain way, I feel that we've lived through the beach. That was our Dumaghetti, man. That was our mm. beach. <laughs> That's uh, true. And the rule but, is you have to leave eventually. You have to leave. Yeah. You can't stay. The opposite is true. <laughs> you have to leave eventually. Your time, realize when your time is up and you need to go. You know, the parallel, parallelism there, the hardest thing yeah. about the spaghetti is leaving. Yeah. And we still have friends who still live there. I friends know. who aren't even from there, but they still yeah. live there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, shit, time's sticking, guys. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I felt when I moved out six years ago. Yeah. Like, Holy shit, I finally got out of the bubble. <laughs> it's always so awkward because the question is, oh my god, you still live there? And it's like, no, I moved back. I'm like, why? Why, why now? <laughs> why, why in your life would you want to move there right now? Like, you need mm. to try somewhere else, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about this uh, off record, but man, yeah, damn, a lot of people still live there. It's awesome. For them, I, mean, I guess I I get it for the for the people whose family is from there. I for totally sure. get it. Yeah, that's that's, that's your hometown. But mm-hmm. there's my there really are some friends who's like I'm I'm putting my roots here. <laughs> I'm staying here till the end of time. I hope they're yeah, happy should... though. If you're, if oh, they're really I'm, happy, I'm sure they are. Maybe they want to give their yeah. families or kids the same experience they had. That's what I was thinking, too. If I yeah. had kids, I would not mind it if they wanted to go to school there. But mm-hmm. the way it is right now, I wouldn't. No. It sounds so crowded. And everyone I meet up who lives there is always like, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> People tell really, the same story. They've lost the charm. Yeah. And it's a, lot a lot of it is also because they have drama with their friends there. <laughs> right. a lot of it is like it's lost its charm apparently and it's always so that sad. man anyways moving on any mm-hmm. similar recommendations yes yes you go. i have um i'm confused if the title was actually into the wild or the wild into but i think it was wild. into the wild because i read the book in school and then pretty good i found the dvd of it so i bought it that's the first oh, time man. i think i actually bought a dvd uh-huh. um <clears throat> And then the series Lost. Of course. I of highly course. recommend it. I actually just watched, I finished watching the whole thing in like a week or two, a couple weeks ago, and I loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also suggest, it's really bad, but like... What is it? But like, you want to watch it anyway? <laughs> Blue Lagoon. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Any, any <laughs> version. Any version. Um, what's her name? Brooke Shields version, or the there was a newer one that came out that's more like for like it was a millennial cast and everything. I really liked it. I thought like it's not a good movie, but it's like fun to watch. I think wasn't there wasn't like there in one paradise? It was wasn't there one with the uh, the remake? Uh, shit. The remake. That's what I'm talking about. The remake or the old one. Watch either. Remake. I'm both. I think we're fine. There's like a bunch. Oh, There's shit. a bunch of sequels. Who's that guy who died again? Uh, he was in the Fast and Furious. The um, Awakening. And the... <laughs> damn it. Uh, anyway, the 1980 film, you know, Brooke Shields. Okay, okay, I'll look that up. Yeah, I'll definitely look that up. And they're okay. all sort of related too, so I like, <laughs> I like that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. The the older ones, I mean, nope. it's like the new the new kids in the island are actually like the children or something okay. and they're all that most of them is because they're shipwrecked uh-huh yeah oh true mm-hmm. well movies Just... around the beach i don't know castaway i think no okay yeah, yeah i also close one. because of the culty aspect of it i thought of midsomar yeah that's a good one uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. So weird and like you have to live by the rules of of the community 
Yeah. And then they will, or I don't know, Swedes are interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Movies about escapism, eh? I don't know. Yeah. It's such a weird parallel, but I don't know why I keep thinking about it. Like, uh, maybe just because of its youthful vibe. Lick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, it's such a far, it's such a dissimilar, but it comes to mind, man, when I think about this film. It's about being young, trying to stay young, I think. I don't know. Such a weird recommendation. But yeah, that's what I have. <laughs> have okay. you seen that movie? Yeah. Do you like that film? Mm, I really <laughs> like, uh, I like the actor in it, but I thought it was cheesy. It was yeah, way too cheesy for me. Even it's for cheesy. me. Yeah. It's, it's cheesy, cheesy. Bug. But hey, yeah. it's Kat Dennings, Michael Sarah. It's New York. I like them individually. I didn't mm-hmm. like them in the movie. Really? So okay. weird. I really like Kat Dennings. She's she's cute. Michael Sarah, I think, is hilarious. Because this movie was uh, recommended to me by I think Jazer. So that, that Of course friend, it is. Of course friend, it is. Because He is my right? go to guy with music too. Yeah. I have my go-to uh, girl, and then my go-to guy is Jazer. Uh-huh. I hope he's yeah, good, buddy. <laughs> Jazer recommended this film, and uh, Ray and I rewatched it a few, few years ago. We still really love it. It's in our list okay. for sure. Yeah. Movies about New York, man. There's something New about York. It. Yeah, a, I like movies about New York. We should do an episode on it that is. at some point again. Yeah. Hey. Movies about New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's let's uh, research that. <laughs> we'll discuss it off record. We haven't even discussed what's the next film. Yeah. Hey, so to wrap yeah. this up, Hannah, wrap this up. Take it home. What do you think? I think Any it's a great thoughts? movie. It's a, it's it's a, a great movie. like Gen X movie. It was too in my head. I always assumed it was a '90s movie, just like the mm-hmm. vibe and the feel of it, and everyone's mm-hmm. kind of the like Game Boys. Free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. It's nostalgic AAA batteries for sure. For sure. It's a total nostalgic movie. And if anything, I think it should encourage people to like travel, travel be inter- sure. be adventurous. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to travel that far. Like you don't have to go all the way around the world. Just get out of your comfort zone every once in a while. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's that's good. Exactly. But you. So you know what? Uh, some of the people I've met here in Calgary have yet to move out of Calgary and all their memories revolve around this place. And I've always find that dull. And they're always mm. fascinated by us. I don't know, immigrants. Yeah. Because yeah. we've been all to the, these different places. And just the idea of having a foreign story to tell is so fascinating to them. So yeah. I keep encouraging people, travel, do something different yeah. while you're still young, while you're still not tied to a job. Because holy shit. When you hit 30, you start thinking about stability. <laughs> like, you can't mm-hmm. risk the years anymore. So, yeah. That's so true. Find your beach. I, I totally recommend it. Yeah, 100%. Travel. Do it. Of course, yeah. after COVID. Out of your comfort zone. <laughs> For sure. Just get out of your comfort zone. You don't even have to travel. Get yeah. a, like, weird hobby. Yeah. Just try something. Yeah. Do Anything. a podcast. Yeah, that's so in interesting though in, in Calgary if, <laughs> if they're all because everyone here is is like has come from somewhere else oh really pretty oh, much yeah, yeah Miami. Miami every everyone unless they're already like a however many generation their family is not really really from here they they immigrated as yeah. more immigrants here oh, oh of course just that's to clarify I'm speaking about the white people or the Cal- Calgary people that have met here the lo- the local local locals yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> when I asked him so where have you been I've been to Mexico I've been to Las Vegas I mean sure okay 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 first world shit mm-hmm. all right all right well you know you got to visit developing countries you got to experience different cultures man Southeast Asia is an abundance offer come on people travel mm. but i understand the like uh, you know them not being so open to it it is scary mm-hmm. i would it say is. it's definitely more dangerous that's why i would only suggest that like people who are like in their 20s yeah. not too to much to lose yeah and p- be willing to be uncomfortable like don't don't necessarily stay somewhere like at a resort right. spa like the kardashians it, it, or something kind of circles back to the film too like people like Leonardo DiCaprio is making fun of you. <laughs> you go to all these different places like Vegas. You play casino. That's what everyone does. Travel somewhere. Drink snake blood. Drink 
drink up. I don't know, eat. Um, have you ever had uh sea urchin? Yeah. You're right. Like, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, you have that in the Maggetti. So everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, slowly... be careful, obviously. Of course. Like, of course. Be we're transitioning to... to a tourism uh, podcast now. We're just promoting yeah. the Philippines. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it All sucks right. too because it's not like they can really go right now. But, yeah. you know, once, once you could, once definitely. You could. Philippines, if you need anyone to make you an itinerary, hit us up. Hey, we can definitely help I'm you the, out. I'm the worst traveler, though. <laughs> <I'm> the <laughs> I can Google stuff for you, for sure. Yeah, yeah that, works. <laughs> that works just fine. You know, I've, I've, the people that I've met here, uh, keep uh, keep encouraging them to visit the Maggetti, and they keep promising to give them a fucking itinerary. I've done it to a few friends already, and kind of worked out, yeah, giving yeah. the whole the Maggetti experience from a native, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Hannah, thanks. It was a fun episode. Thank you, too. This was fun. For our listeners, thank you so much. Visit Palawan, the Maggetti, and wherever you can. Travel, guys. Travel. So yeah, again, this is episode 11 of Movies and Memories with Red and Hannah. Ciao. Bye, Hannah. Bye.